Hello. Welcome to our podcast, Allow Me to Convince You. I'm Beth and this is my sister Ellie. Each episode we'll be bringing you a new topic with six funny, shocking or just downright stupid cases to argue over. We'll take it in turns to try and convince each other one of our three cases should be named as the most convincing for that topic. Its presenter will reign supreme for that show at least. The case we are least convinced by will end up in the bin, while the rest will be ranked from one to five. Still don't get it? Well, allow us to convince you! Welcome. Um, we have been away for a minute, haven't we? A bit longer than a minute. We had a bit of a break, so... A hiatus, some might call it in the biz. forgotten... What um, the form, format, format is. is yes. No, I think we'll be fine. Um, I'm still struggling to describe what the format is to friends. I think it's quite a simple format. I don't know what to call our... Because no one's ever done it before. Investigations. That's... What are they? They're not cases... Um, I think they're cases. Studies. Arguments. Offering. That sounds <laughs> sacrificial, doesn't it? So, what are we looking at this week? So, this week's topic for Allow Me to Convince You is... Weirdest. 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 weirdest world records. That probably sounded quite sinister when we said it that slowly. Yeah. Weirdest, weirdest world. world we, weirdest world record. Just the weirdest of the world weirdest. records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guinness. Um, oh, we've already diverged. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think all of mine are officially Guinness World Records. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was quite hard to research this because Ellie said early on she was really struggling and i was super helpful like the super helpful sister i am i was like oh it'll be very fine. generous yeah why don't you go to the library see if you can get out a guinness world record, record book. book you couldn't find any so no, then really i said ha- to yeah. you why don't you go on the website? the website and then ellie said you're not allowed to go on the website and then i used the website and decided actually it was quite helpful to find guinness world records so you could say if you win this week Really, it's my win because I directed you to it. But then you've also told me since then that you have used the website. So I have used the website through affiliate links. No, I don't know. <laughs> so weirdest world records. Yeah. Have you ever broken a world record? To my knowledge, no. My husband's cousin has broken two world records she broke two world records for marathon running in fancy dress so she ran the fastest marathon for a woman dressed as a hot dog and she won the world record broke the world record for the fastest time a marathon was run dressed as a playing card and so it's it's not just everyone who's ever run dressed as a playing card. It's no, it is. Well, I suppose it's women. So any woman who's, who's ran a marathon dressed as a playing card, dressed the as fastest a playing card. Time. That's very specific. Very specific. Or, but or is it fancy dress in general? No, 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 not fancy dress in general. Oh, it's not. No. So you could literally. So I could pick a saucepan, and I could run a marathon, and then I would get a world record. Well, if no one else has dressed, dressed as a saucepan, done it faster than you. You could dress yeah. up as anything. You could dress up as a candle. 
Yep. Yeah. Piece of holly. Mm. Picture frame. Yes. Yes. Clock. That's there's yeah. quite a lot of things you can dress up as. Yes. So what I learned through my research is there's probably quite a lot of world records yeah. that you could just do, and you're probably the first person to have tried doing those things. Yeah. Um, it's about whether or not Guinness picks up the phone, though, isn't it? Well, I think you can submit it yourself. I think that's the yes. whole point. Yeah, is yeah, that you, yeah. You know, as long as you have video evidence mm. or yada yada. One of the people, one of the world records that I found was yeah. um, the person to put out the most candles with yeah. one fart. Um, and it was five candles, which is, <laughs> I don't think, that impressive. So it's funny. <laughs> is that one, one of yours? I don't think it's with one fart, isn't it? Just like... Just by farting? Just by farting? Or maybe it was just one fart. No, I think it's like... No, I think you, you probably put, saw... No, I saw a video of a person The world's longest fart. I also saw that. No, so that's... I think it was like, he held like a little tube up to his bum. Have you seen this? And then he pumps through the tube and then it blows out a candle and it's like how many you can do in a row or something like no, that. No, this person had trousers on. Yeah. But... There was no tube involved. No, there was trousers on this person as well. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a naked man. Um, um, yes, a good one. Um, the most candles put out by someone jumping over them doing heel clicks. Right. Just cl- just jumping over candles, clicking the heels. Yeah, so like, it was like 50-odd yeah. candles. And I'm thinking, I don't think anyone else has tried to break that. No, so this is what I think. I think I'm like, right, well, let's just pick something. Let's pick saucepans. Mm-hmm jumping over a saucepan and clapping your hands yeah yes yes so yes i think that's the moral of the story is if like you think there's something original enough yeah you'll probably it break the world need record to be original, real well it's, no it does need to be original and yes i agree yeah you could totally easily break a world record did you see the guy who um broke as many eggs as he can by sitting on them no in a minute no so he just goes along the row of eggs just Just sitting on them yeah quite a lot of eggs but still yeah someone's got you know the most i think it was a young girl the most amount of snails she can put on her face yes saw that 36 yeah oh i thought it was like 12 oh well someone might have broken it since then 36 (laughs) snails on the face that does sound like a lot because 12 i was like i could beat that yes um but there were definitely some that i felt i could beat i'm assuming none of those have made our cut none of those have made my cut so the last offering it which i brought the props for are we gonna do now yes great this is our intro okay oh, so our <laughs> this is we're gonna try and it's break a world record 10. well we're not gonna try and break a world record because there is only the same amount here as there was in the world record can so, i guess what it is you can is it holding eggs in the palm of your hand? Mm, back of your hand. Close, back of your yeah, hand. Yeah, I saw this, yeah. Okay, so the world record for holding the most amount of eggs on the back of your hand is held by a man who held 18 eggs on the back of his hand, which I thought didn't sound that much if you positioned them in the right way. Okay. So. Did you see how he positioned them? I sort of got a bit bored halfway through the 10 second video. Are we ready? So ready. So we're opening the cartons. We're going okay. to try and do this at the same time. Bethan does have a leg up on me here because obviously she's in the video and I haven't. Oh, I thought you were going to say because I've got massive man hands. Oh, you do I actually man don't. Yeah. I have very dainty hands. It's hard to position around the mic. It is. So we've currently got our hands hovering above the table. And, oh, yeah. You're and okay I would say mine is quite splayed. 
Okay. It's about which way you put them so on as well. Now I'm really. my fifth. Oh, I think Bethan's already broken one. Yeah, I agree. I think it's broken. Right. It's gone. Five's on. Okay, so I've got my fifth on. Look at that. Oh, that is very impressive. Thank you. So what is that? That's, that's, that's eight. eight. No, nine. That's nine. Yeah, there's one, a sneaky one hiding there. So I've got three, six, seven. You can't put that anywhere. You're going to break it. Yeah, my hands are significantly smaller. <laughs> I've got a real disadvantage. <laughs> Okay. That's not going to balance. No. No. Okay. No, no, no. Hey, give me a, give me a. That's my breakfast second. tomorrow. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this last one on. It's going to definitely be the last one. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's too broken. Yeah, Bethan's okay. on that one. So actually, in hindsight, 18 probably is quite impressive. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I like your um, commitment to the bit though. Thank you. I think if I had man hands. Yeah, and that's the other thing, though. Like, and I, I stacked them. If I could practice that for a long time, I reckon we, we need to take it. advantage of, like, right. So, big man hands, right? So, mm -hmm. what can we do in life with records to get us as an a female? Yeah, as the female, so we can fit into smaller holes. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Our hands can fit into smaller tubes. The heaviest period. <laughs> Biggest tampon. <laughs> So my first one, and I'm really hoping you don't have this. So he's this man called Gary Turner. I do not have him. Oh, okay. This is exciting. Okay, go. So Gary Turner is from the UK. He does have a rare skin condition, um, but that rare skin condition means that he has the world's stretchiest skin. Yes, I've seen him. Oh, you've seen it. Let me see it. So you, so you know what he can do. He asks people to like hold your like forearm skin and just ask you to hold it up. And so you can hold it up like, I mean, you do it now. It's like... I don't have very tall. No. You've got very stretchy forearm you skin. Yes. I, don't know. I, I, feel like that, I feel like you're being insulting by saying that. I mean, that's... Yes, I suppose mine is. Yours comes out. <laughs> I want his what forearm skin's probably like being. What does that mean? I, I would like... say her forearm skin is probably being pulled maybe two inches from her arm. And Beth's one inch. One centimetre. One centimetre. Have I got saggy skin? Oh my gosh. So, do you neck? I can't really. Yeah. So it's like, you've actually got quite a lot that you're pulling there. <laughs> so Beth, just to tell you, she's pulling away from just under her chin and she's got quite a lot of excess skin. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Go on. So there's nothing, is there? It's like a bullfrog. Yeah. Beth's pulls away quite far, which is interesting. No, what's say about it's not, is it? Your saggy chin skin. So this man has got stretchy skin and the thing that really freaks me out is that he can, um, well, he can pull his neck skin oh. up and out and he can pull it so it goes right over his chin, if you can imagine that. He pulls it over his chin and up to his nose. So he can hide his mouth with his neck skin. So he could suffocate himself with his neck skin. With his neck skin. And... It would be like the perfect crime. Crime. <laughs> Maybe someone could murder him with his next skin. It'd be the skin. perfect murder. Yeah. <laughs> so then there's also a picture here of How him. How did he die? With um oh god, it's really, really quite revolting. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry to Gary Turner, but it's really it's unpleasant to look at. And like he must know that that's the case because he's making these big googly eyes. Um so <laughs> it's dozens of um pegs just no, attached to his this. skin. Is this pegs or is this like bull clips pegs coloured pegs as well Coloured. It's, it's, a, it's a bit like a very 
horrible it's like a interpretation mane. of the Lion King. Yeah, it's yeah. like a mane of pegs around his face. So he set the record for the most closed pegs clipped on a face multiple times, most recently with an astonishing 161. It's just so many. So and it's with really that unpleasant. sort of skin, you could probably hold quite a few world records. Most pegs on your skin most body parts covered by own skin i think he like tries to beat his own world records as well mm. and also my question to you is if you knew that you had the world's stretchiest skin would you want to make a living from having stretchy skin so i think it would depend on how much money yeah so if you could make the national living wage off just showing people your stretchy skin mm. then yeah probably would you. would you how fulfilled would you be as a person but it doesn't matter because you could fulfill yourself in other in, ways it, like with all the extra time you have but you might have to do a lot of like grafting you've got to pay your agent you've got to get on all the or if you don't have an agent you've got to try and get yourself out there and be like mm. in the different circuses free <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty good>. yeah <laughs> okay yes very good Right, yeah. so I'm starting off quite weird. Okay? Right. Um, so my first world record is broken by a woman called Madeline Albright. 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 Madeline Albright. Madeline Albright is very famous. Yes, I know. It's not Madeline Albright. Madeleine so, Albright would not want to break this world record. Got it. I was quite it's excited. Madeleine Albright. She has worked for the foot care specialist, Dr. Scholl, for about 15 years now. Okay. Now, this is quite an unintentional world record that she's broken, I think. Okay. And this woman has broken the record for sniffing the most amount of feet and armpits. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I can't really find a lot of information, but I guess that part of her job is like the effectiveness of their products. Mm. I'm assuming, right? Mm. Maybe fungal, who knows? So she smells them. She sniffs them, right? Yeah. So it's estimated that she, in her career, her 15 years, has sniffed about 5,600 feet and maybe in the region of about 6,000 armpits. Gets her nose right in there. Do you think she becomes immune to smells? No, she must well, so this is what I was thinking, right? Also, who would hold that job down? I was thinking. You wouldn't do that for any amount of money. Not even if you were trained, if you're like a foot care specialist, if that was your job. Well, you wouldn't because you don't like body odour, but some people do. Yes. So there are two things here I was thinking. Well, maybe she likes it, right? Mm. Or maybe it's just part of her job. Mm. And then I got to thinking, well, over 15 years... Is that really a lot of feet and have armpits? Have dis- dissected how many that is? I have. I've yeah. done the math. Yeah, go on. Okay. So let's round it up a little bit and say, for instance, it's 12,000 feet and armpits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. You've gone right. into detail. Yeah. I have. I have. Yeah. Um, so that works out over her 15 year career yeah. at about 800 ish per year. So that is three um, a day. So that is three when she's sniffing, right? So that actually works out like one or two people, let's say, per day. I was quite surprised that when I did the math and rounded it right down, yeah. she's probably not sniffing that many feet and armpits per mm. week, really. No. It's not like she's just got a constant... She, she could, she could do know. more. She could do more, yeah. 
And if we wanted to, we could probably break the record. Also, you know, I've worked it out on how many armpits and feet she's sniffing in her professional life. Mm. Maybe she loves it and it forms quite a big part of her private life. What does that mean? Maybe she goes to clubs where that's the kind of... Do you think there's clubs that fetish? exist? Sure. What, that it's just for, for, for the use of sniffing each other's... I think there's clubs that exist that if that's your fancy, you can just... Go ahead and do that. Do you reckon? I mean, I, I, that makes sense, but specifically for sniffing armpits. I think if Madeline Albrecht wanted to go and pay to sniff somebody's feet or armpits, she could do it. Do you think it would be in any country, or do you think it's? Do you think like no, any country? No. Oh. I think you do can you pay. Know about what? <laughs> what do I know about? No, maybe no. You, you okay? No, what? These sort of clubs, like, what's your fancy? No. What do you think happens in sex clubs? I don't think it... What do you mean, like, a sex club? I don't know what a sex club is. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany looks at me like she's, she's like she just can't believe what she's hearing. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I don't think... Right, so in terms of a sex club... I would be like, right, so you go in there and you say, I'd like sex. And then they would be like, right, <laughs> no, here's no, a that's a brothel. Right. But to be fair, Madeleine Albrecht could probably go along to a brothel and sniff a load of armpits and feet if she wanted to do. Yeah, and pay for it. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. But you are saying, like, if you Googled, you know, armpit sniffing club. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Right. What are you saying? What's a sex club? You go in there and you ask for sex. <laughs> no so what do you do just go along and have sex everyone's having sex go along whatever's your fancy just get right in there stick your nose right in there but people who are having sex in the sex club might not want to have the armpit sniffed or do you I think if you're going along to a sex club to have sex you're really not going to pay much mind to is someone a going sex along club like, just like a nightclub but for sex well I think some of them are yeah or is it like all underground I think it can vary you know a lot about this it's not for me. Well, okay. That's not what I was asking. <laughs> it might be for Madeleine Albrecht. <laughs> so, a um, bit of a weird world record to hold. Maybe a bit of an unintentional one. However, weird. she holds I it nonetheless. Like mildly, mildly off kilter. Weird. It's no. a bit weird. If someone told you tomorrow... Weird is having... If someone told you weird tomorrow... Weird is being able to put 161 clothes pegs on your face. To some people. But if someone came to you tomorrow and said... How many pits have you seen? I hold the world record for sniffing the most armpits and feet. I'd say... You'd say that's... I'd say good for you. (laughs) Good for you. you. Good for you, Maddie. Yeah. Okay. My next one is a man who holds the world record... Um, for being the world's first officially recognised cyborg. Mm, a human? Human. Recognised as a cyborg? Yes. Would you like me to expand? Yes. I've captured your attention. Yes, you have. I've yes. whetted your Whet, whet my appetite. <laughs> okay, so Neil Harbison has an antenna. Uh, implanted in his skull. No. Yes. So Neil was born with a rare form of colour blindness. 
Uh-huh. So he was unable to see any other colours other than black and white. His eyeborg is a flexible antenna with a fibre optic sensor at the tip, which allows him to hear colour via bone conduction as it converts light waves into sound, sound waves, and transmits them as audible vibrations, right. so noise, sound, into his skull. So... Yeah, so that's 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 the antenna. Mm, so he's still not seeing colour, he's hearing colour. He's hearing colour. Well, that's not the, that unusual. I'll continue. <laughs> and I'll show you a picture. And you can still tell me what you think it's done. So um, the antenna is also also has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Oh um, he can receive images, videos, music or phone calls directly into his brain. Yeah, that's a bit more odd. <laughs> From external devices. This is what he looks like. So it's a man. Stop. Yeah, that's real. And it's not, I know it looks completely fake, but because of how it's been implanted, it's now considered a part of his skeleton and it's a part of his, it's um, in his official UK passport photo. Um, they initially refused to allow the photo, but accepted. Um, Accepted it after conceding that Neil was officially part human, part technology. No. Yeah. No. This is all real. No. Yeah. It gets crazier. This is absolutely mad, right? So, Like, I, I'm struggling to understand how he then filters out all of this stuff. Like, he must be getting constant messaging and constant... So, yes, he does mention somewhere about how this kind of comes into his head and he says it's it's not just like... Completely overstimulating. It's, yeah, it's not just like getting noise constantly. Um, the sound that comes in through his eyeborg feels <laughs> different than sound like talking or whatever, any other sound. So it's like it's just become a part of the way it, his senses. So it's a sense that he can um, distinguish or differentiate from everything else. This is ridiculous. How on earth did this happen? I don't know. Has he paid for it? I think he has. It Was does it get... some sort of trial? I don't. I think he. I think it's definitely him. Was it being designed like... by him? What's he's going very on here? Key. So he's very keen. I have done some research. I don't think I can answer all your questions, but I have done some research. Um, he is very keen on the technology side of things. So I think he probably went forward to be like, "How can I correct this, or how can I help myself?" He does have some other interesting technological facets no. on his person he has a bluetooth enabled tooth implant I, which for, is for 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 what purpose so it's paired with what an identical one in the mouth of a fellow cyborg no yep. no when pressure is applied the implants emit a signal which causes the other to vibrate no. so he communicates with this other person so it's like a ship pager using morse code right if you want to no this is not true yeah. Yeah. no um, that's not it this is the, <laughs> he's also got an implant in his who's knee who's the other cyborg there's a few it gets, this is, it gets crazier <laughs> it gets crazier so Neil also has an implant in his knee can you guess what that senses FM frequency radio I have no idea <laughs> it senses north <laughs> right <laughs> so when he's facing north, and it, it, it feels, what vibrates. It feels subtle pressure. No, no, no. How, don't believe it. How no. how useful slash annoying would that be? Do you think? <laughs> if you want to go walk yeah. for a wonder. Well, if you don't want to go walk, no, north 
Or what if you want to go north? And if he's constantly walking, walking north, north, is it just like a constant sciatica <laughs> in his knee? Like, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So he defends cyborg rights. Oh. Yeah. And he wants to, and he wants them to be recognised as a cultural group. Um, so, yeah, no, this is all real. Also created the Trans Species Society um, after being contacted by a number of people who don't feel 100% human. Um, oh no that's those are not the people you want to contact you like the ones that are like oh i feel like i'm a part cat yeah so some some of those people feel trapped in the body of a human they identify as other animal other animals that exist oh, i bet he doesn't want to associate with them no no this is he's created the trans species society for people oh. who don't feel human so for other people who identify as species that don't yeah so pe- <laughs> i think i think he's going to regret that i think he'll be like oh this is a floodgate i shouldn't have opened this well yeah no it's, it is a massive floodgate so some people feel like they're animals some people feel like they're not from this planet some people think they are more connected to an element so they're just not human they're more like water i'm water gas uh, he says it's more of a philosophical sometimes group. i feel more gas than human <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's his name neil neil and um he also is uh, very welcoming of, of ai um because obviously they may not feel human so they're welcome to join the trans species society mm. and then i was talking to john about this but surely thought, it will be the person that programs the ai probably the human that programs the ai as to, to how human. they feel about them joining the trans species society well i think ai could join it themselves couldn't it no yeah, that's the whole point of AI. Yeah. They have the intelligence to be able to join whatever clubs they want to. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, but the idea is that they're still able to be like, you know, it's all about these like chat GTP or whatever it's called. Someone's got to program them. No, the whole it's the self program. That's the whole thing with chat GTP these days. It's like I, this is what John is it was B two B L T chat O H P. Um, uh, chat gp so um yeah the whole thing is that like john i was saying could do you think you could just put into the chat the chat (laughs) have you heard of the trans species society and would you join if you haven't already maybe we should do it tomorrow neil is very weird very weird sorry neil i mean neil is a weird weird situation Uh, it's is it a weird world record Mm. yes yes it is yes it's a weird world record my next one is about a 76 year old woman called kiveli papajon kiveli papajon she is from cyprus got it okay and she broke the world record at the age of 76 for the longest time trapped in a elevator right <laughs> um so mm, my, you know what my main question is no no i'll tell Was you voluntarily trapped well i think trapped implies that it wasn't voluntary (laughs) okay so poor kivelli right so on the 28th of december she's just celebrated christmas yeah she gets into a lift in her um house apartment block in cyprus right and she just moved from manhattan as well where she's lived for 42 years 
Um, she gets in this lift, it starts, and then it breaks down. <laughs> um, okay. So Everyone's nightmare, isn't it? It's everybody's nightmare. Mm-hmm. So she thinks to herself, like, and I quote, this elevator is going to be my tomb. <laughs> That's what she told herself as she spent six terrifying days hopelessly trapped inside an elevator so small she couldn't even lie down. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh my gosh. I know, it's so sad. So, she'd lived in Manhattan for 40 years. Ironically, she decided to move back to her childhood home to enjoy the quiet life. But the tomb-like shell of the elevator at her new block provided too quiet by far. So, um, she'd just gone out to the shops. She gets in this elevator, right? Mm. And then it breaks down yeah. on the 28th of December. Um so she puts her survival for six days down to two things so she kept up her strength by nibbling on a few tomatoes she fortunately had with her uh, just tomatoes you have just any tomatoes she <gasps> says i tried to eat as little as possible because i didn't want to have to go to the bathroom oh now gosh. i'm assuming that at some point in the six days she did have to go to the bathroom yeah so that's grim in yeah. and of itself isn't it she didn't have any liquid i don't think you can survive that long without water well she did is this guinness Guinness World Records, it's there. And she was rescued on the 2nd, uh, 2nd of January, 1988. So she spent New Year's oh, Eve, New Year's Day, yeah. trapped in an elevator at the age of 76 oh, years God, old. That's so sad. Is that not the saddest thing? Yeah. And then imagine you get out finally and it's like, well, really sorry about that, but the silver lining is you broke record. the world record yeah. for the longest time trapped in yeah. an elevator. I mean, would that make it worth it to you? No. No. Just very crazy. And I just think quite amusing. Again, it's sort of this accidental world record. Mm. But, you know, maybe time is a healer. And maybe now she sees it as sort of like... A funny anecdote. Funny anecdote to tell around the Christmas table about this time last year or whatever. Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. I, 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 there could be some PTSD from that, surely, though. Like, I, I think I probably won't get in an elevator or a lift again after that. This is what I think, right? If you have been trapped in a lift for mm-hmm. longer than six days and you were trapped, do you think it would be important to you once you got out to contact the Guinness World Records to be able to say... I think I've hit a world record. Well, I... I think there might be people out there who have been trapped for longer that haven't thought to want to get a a certificate for it. No, I think you're right. But I think probably what does happen is less that you go to them and more that they come to you. So I think Mm. probably they have a lot of scouts out there that look through like local newspaper cuttings of like local woman trapped in elevator or what have you. Mm. And then they contact you and say... Oh, well, actually, we think you might have been trapped in the elevator longest out of anyone in the world. Oh, but still, do you, do you think they would have someone that would go up to them and be like, hi, you've had a traumatic experience, but you can get a certificate for it. Or Here's your medal. Well, you don't even get medals. Just a Trophy? No, just a forget. Mm. Yeah. Okay, this one I've left the last because I think you can identify with it most and oh. I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Right. I can identify with me personally. Me personally. Okay. So this is about a man called Donald Gorse and I think his dedication 
to a world record and to sustaining this world record mm-hmm. is quite impressive okay though what it is clear is that it's not so much about the world record that it is about his love for this situation oh, got it so he has won several records uh, for eating the most big mac burgers in a lifetime i love it i love it every day for over 50 years nice he so he's keeping a tally he oh yes oh, oh yes yeah. he loves it so Can I much guess how many he's eaten yeah so he has been doing it for 50 years mm-hmm. and i'm assuming he eats more than one a day uh yeah sometimes he eats two so you might struggle with the okay mm. so let's do the quick baths here carry the one 365 days a year let's say he eats on some occasions he eats two a day so let's not call it 700 let's call it 600 for 50 years six times five 30 30,000 big macs that is ma- you have googled this i actually know. genuinely have it is that right <laughs> Thirty-three thousand four hundred. oh my gosh what is that math <laughs> <laughs> that is dead impressive i'd be like getting my phone out <laughs> yeah, get right. yeah that's really good mental maths thank you um almost so yeah, like it, i've got primary school age children <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so basically i think it uh, maybe three thousand. see and then that doesn't over the span of 50 years that doesn't sound like many does it yeah well i don't know so um i think i've just, probably eaten close to that many big macs he just sounds like a man who <sighs> loves, loves a big Mac, loves but he loves life Mac. and he knows what he wants right so is he quite weighty then no interesting so this is a picture of him i wouldn't say he's like peak health so he thinks it's the best sandwich in the world. I like to think that he says it in like um, a Texan-ish yes. accent. Yes. So, Would you like me to read it? What makes me a Big Mac enthusiast is the hamburger. The best hamburger sandwich ever made was the Big Mac. So that is what I wanted to eat every day. The main reason I stayed with this pursuit for so many years is that Big Macs are still my favorite food. And I look forward to eating them every day. Did I ever think of having my last Big Mac? Yes. Where I'm on my deathbed, and my son gets a Big Mac for me as one for the road. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Every day. Every day. I know. I just. I think that's so. He just is in love with life. He said he did. He has tried other burgers. I, I right so go but, on yeah he said nothing matches it which I is why I just I agree I thought of Beth for this because so is it your favourite hamburger um I mm, ooh is it I don't know I am quite partial to a quarter pound with cheese yeah but oh, and come I on, would say I vary them I do really? so I would say you now it used to be yeah it used, it used to, to be, be my every favorite. time uh, yeah it used to be yeah. my favourite every time large big yeah. mac meal yeah now I would say fifty percent of the time I go for quarter pound with right, cheese meal yeah, yeah. but. Um, I have in the past tried, you know, flavour of the month. Yeah. Big taste. Yeah. Or anything like that. And they're just, I, for a time I went for the McCrispy. It, it, it's, it's not incubate, the same. Yeah. And Beth and just if you're going passion. to yeah. McDonald's, yeah. I feel you, Donald. Yeah. You know what yeah, you want. I thought you'd like this one. So he said he had, had one Big King Whopper in 1984 <laughs> and one Topper Double Burger in 1984. And there are a lot of other burger chains that I have never had the desire to try. 
Gosh. Um, it took 25 years for Guinness to recognise my record. And now it could oh. be one of Guinness's longest continuous records ever. Um, he keeps meticulous details of all the burgers he's eaten, keeping the individual burger carton and receipt. Oh. So <laughs> he has collected... Um, that's quite good these, and he's made it like a, made like a portrait um, or like different different cartons gift, different cartons there he is stood in his red shirt with his yellow tie yeah, good nice. on you Donald yeah, I nice uh, understand and I think that is a respectable world record okay my last final offering is I think the weirdest world record right you've kept your best till last I have yeah go on then okay so this world record is about a man called Michael Lotito okay have you heard of him he's no. a Frenchman no was a Frenchman I should say he died in 2007 um, he was uh, also known as Monsieur Monstu which translates to Mr. Eat All. Ah, okay. Okay. Eaty, eaty. Eaty, eaty. Similar to your last yeah. one. However, Monsieur Monstu would not have liked Big Macs because he couldn't really stand soft foods. Okay. Right. Instead, he had quite an unusual diet. Yeah. Which consisted of quite a lot of metal. Oh. Okay. So... He uh, started eating unusual material at the age of nine years old, okay? Why? Um, well, he did have uh, an eating disorder known as pica. So oh, for those yes. of you who don't know, pica is where people will ingest... Um, non-edible. Non-edible mm. substances. Okay. Um, however, he was pretty happy with this condition Um and used it to his benefit. He became an entertainer and famous for the following. So he um, ingested things like metal, glass, rubber, other materials, okay? And he would publicly on TV and different things like this uh, disassemble, cut up, and consume items such as bicycles, mm. shopping carts, televisions, oh my gosh. beds, right? Mm -hmm. And it gets better. An entire aeroplane. What? An entire no. aeroplane. Has this been verified? Yes. Guinness World Records. How? So he claimed yeah. after eating metal substances and these inedible things that he didn't suffer any ill effects from them. Okay. And uh, he... How'd you pass it? Well, you, you tell me. Does he Apparently, melt it down? He, <laughs> no. He ingested approximately... 2.2 pounds of material daily, right? Preceding it with mineral oil and drinking considerable amounts of water during the meal. It's estimated that between 1959 and 1997, Letito had eaten nearly nine tons of metal. Nine tons of metal. Does he talk about why he did it? Just because he's an eating disorder, yeah. Right. Well, and then I think it became, that's how he made his living, basically. Mm. So, his method for eating this, yeah. okay, it was to break it into small pieces before attempting to eat it. He then drank mineral oil, continued to drink water while swallowing the metal bits. This allowed him to swallow the metal without damaging his throat. He did not have any digestive problems as a result of this, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I'm going to read to you now a list of quite unusual items he consumed. Okay. Uh, 45 door hinges, 18 bicycles, 15 shopping carts, 7 TV sets, 6 chandeliers, 2 beds, 1 pair of skis, 1 computer, 1 Cessna 150 light aircraft. Looks like that at the top. Can you see it? An entire small plane. Uh, one waterbed full of water. 500 metres of steel chain at once. He was also the only known person to have ingested um, an entire coffin complete with handles. And person. I'm assuming not and person. <laughs> Just empty that's, coffin that's with handles. Another world record. Um, he was awarded a Guinness world record plaque, probably when they were still giving them out. He ate he that ate too. Yeah, 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 ate it too. Uh, assorted raisins, bolts and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, he holds the world record for the strangest diet in the Guinness World Book of Records. He died of natural causes, apparently, at 57. Nothing to do with the fact that he'd been eating metal. That for. is crazy. That is absolutely mad. That is the maddest thing I ever. I don't understand. What's and he the ate worst? an entire plane. Why would you eat a bed? That's got to be so unhygienic. Like, I imagine... Maybe it was a new bed. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of it's particularly hygienic. No. It's not, is it? No. But very impressive. I don't think impressive is the right word. Well, I think so. If you've got to the age of 60 and you've been eating those sort of substances (laughs) your entire life and, like, seemingly without any sort of ill, ill causes... Sounds painful. It does, but that's how he made his living. Mm. Interesting. So there you go. Um I just find it very impressive and very weird. Mm. Very weird. Mm. So there you go. There's my final offering to you. Very good. A plane. The man who ate a plane. Very good. Weird, yes. Weirdest. Yes weirdest I mean it is it is weirdest what was my middle one no I had a cyborg mine was weirder no right yeah. anyway over to scoring <laughs> okay then what's going in the bin in the bin I think it's got to be sniffing pits oh no mm. No, I think well, that is weird. Elevator. Okay, let's. I I apologise. Let's get rid of being trapped in an elevator. Yeah. Um, you know, we recognise it, although you are passed away now, but we're getting rid of it. Yeah. Okay. Next one, I think, needs to be. Um. Next one needs to be. I think you know. What yours? No. Yeah. No. I think the next one needs to be eating sniffing pits, Big Macs, because yes, it's great, you know, and it, it is an admirable world record, but it's not weird. Mm. I'm sure there are quite a few people in the world who eat multiple Big Macs per week. Okay, yeah, Fine. okay then. Number four, fourth place, sniffing pits. Okay, Madeline, I fought for you. But we know that actually it's part of your job. We don't judge. Yeah. 
no okay judging. no judging um we recognize your dedication to mm. the foot care industry number three i think has to go to let's say it together one two three mr Mine's stretchy two. skin Ah, oh, obviously you know it's not that <laughs> okay pegs on face so the Stretch man what's man. his call neil no he wasn't called neil he was Brad, called gary 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 you, with the stretchiest skin in the world who could be suffocated by his own skin yeah and no one would know no. how yeah. he got murdered um is in at number three yeah now then fighting it out for second and first place is um neil with the eyeborg is he called neil he yes. is called neil neil with his eyeborg and mr monge too i'd say okay. they're equally weird they are quite equally weird in different ways in different they? ways one is sort of one's like really unexpected uh, one is sort of almost historic and one is futuristic yeah mm. mm-hmm what's weirder i feel like in a few years mr cyborg is not going to be that weird maybe he's going to be a trailblazer that's yeah, what he wants to be yeah that is what he wants to be mm. maybe we'll all have eyeborgs in 20 years time so i think um in terms of the um the argument this week which is for the weirdest, weirdest. i think neil and his Iborg mm-hmm. is possibly um what kind of world record i think that would be the most fascinating fascinating scary yeah worrisome worrying i think he's yeah i think uh, he, that's most fascinating but i think it's in definitely terms of weirdest, weirdest maybe yeah, yeah. it is in fact mr mange too maybe rest in peace who ate a plane yeah. and i feel like neil i hope i hope people you know adopt eyeborgs in the next do you after my lifetime yeah sure if it if it benefits humanity um i feel that there's a good chance that we may never see another human being on the planet that will eat an entire airplane agreed and for that reason number two goes to neil and number one goes to Mr. Mange too. Mange too, Mr. Mange too. Um, right, right. Well done. Well done, Mr. Litito. Monsieur Litito, we should call you. Um, that's it. That's it yeah. for another podcast of ours. Uh, yeah. Next time's topic, TBD. Yeah. Um, another win for me. Yeah. Round of applause. You can give yourself Go that. on. Go on. Yeah. I okay. will let you... I don't know what the scores on the doors are at this point. Um, Right. Right. And we will see you next time. Okay. Au revoir. to convince you allow me to convince you we'll convince you we'll convince you (laughs) watch out